And a one, two, three, four. Welcome everyone to the Life Point Table Talk Podcast. My name is Jason, and we are continuing today with our Bible in a year. And I am joined today by the lovely Pastor Katrina. It's so good to be here. Great to have you. I just love doing this. Yes. This is so fun and and it really gets you in the Word of God. Absolutely. If people will listen to this, I'm telling you, it will change their life. Absolutely. Awesome. So we're coming in today at week 42. Uh, we've got Isaiah 56 through 66, Jeremiah 1 through 6, and First and Second Thessalonians. So quite a bit to cover yes, here. Yes, we do. A lot. And um, <laughs> We'll go quickly, though. It'll be good. Yeah. So let's get ready here. Let's jump in. Well, we- if you'll notice in chapter 55, God has offered mercy. And all through this, you see God crying out to Israel and his mercy. And he said, if you'll receive it, and it ends in Isaiah 55, you will go out with joy and be led with peace. He said, if you'll just receive my mercy. So then we start in 56. Here's some rewards for being obedient and keeping the Sabbath. So let's look at that. All right. 56. The Lord says, soon I will come to save you. My power will be seen everywhere on the east. I bless everyone who respects the Sabbath. Um, Notice here, he said, you're blessed if you keep the Sabbath. And he goes on to say, those who keep the Sabbath, even strangers, he said, I'll give an everlasting name and I'll bring you to my holy mountain and you'll be joyful in the house of prayer. Yes, as foreigners who worship me must not say the Lord won't let us be a part of his people. That's a that's a marked change in the way uh, the Lord is addressing the world now, because it was very foreigners out. Yes. Kind of deal. And notice this. And it, and it yeah. does. It actually comes back to that. Right. And he says in verse 8, uh, he said, I will gather other people to myself along with Israel. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to say that, you know, there's going to be other people. My house will be called a house of prayer for all people. Yeah. Not just the Jews, but for all people. Yeah, and so uh, he calls out the leaders there. He says they should be like watchdogs, uh, protecting the people like shepherds, um, but they're not. No. They're acting selfishly. They're getting drunk day after day, and uh, he's calling them out. Absolutely. Uh, Chapter 57, God's faithful people are dragged off and killed, and no one cares. But in death they find peace for obeying God. uh, he says, this is a scripture that I use for people who seemingly pass away early in 57 and 1. The righteous are perishing and no one notice. And then it goes on to say, the righteous are taken away from the evil to come. Mm. Uh, and in the Amplified, it says, the righteous man perishes at the hand of evil and no one takes it to heart. But faithful and devout men are taken away, uh, that righteous people are taken away to be spared from evil to come. Hmm. So that's, I think that's very interesting. And, uh, 
And sometimes when we look at that, if we can understand that, and that really touched my heart because there are people that go on early and we Mm. question why. And I'm not saying every time that's why that happens, but that that is to me a a glimpse, if I can put it that way. All right. Um, He says here, don't don't you forget about me and become unfaithful. Have I been silent so long you no longer fear me? Um, I think that's interesting because one of the themes that is has been th- throughout the Old Testament is remembering. Yes, absolutely. And, um, and fearing the Lord. Yes. Those two things go together, and this is what got him in trouble. Now, he said, I can't be quiet because of what you're doing. Yeah. I can't. I don't receive comfort concerning these things that you do, and they don't go puni- unpunished. Yeah. And the end, end there of 57 reminds me of um, John the Baptist. Yeah. It says, the Lord says, clear the road. Get it ready for Ooh. my people. Wow. Our holy God lives forever in the highest heavens. He says, I am here to help those who are humble and depend only on me. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. That is beautiful. Then he compares the prideful and the humble. I, th- I think that's interesting. Uh and he, he again gives mercy. He said, I will not contend or be angry forever. He said, or you would grow weak. The spirit of man would grow weak. Hmm. He says, I know what you are like, but I will heal you, lead you, and give you comfort. Ooh, isn't that beautiful? Until those mornings, those who are mourning start singing praise. Oh, I love that. This this whole probably 57 t- till, the, till almost the end, there's incredibly... Uh, encouraging, yes. Uh, scriptures through here. I mean, some of the some of the most poignant there are. I'd say. Um, well, he said, "I created the lips to praise." Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. Yeah. Oh. Um, let's see here. Chapter fifty-eight. Yeah. Shout the I wanna, message. I want to make one more statement here. He says, mm-hmm. "But the wicked are not like this. They're like the tossing sea that cannot be quieted." There's no peace for the wicked. And you see the, the uh, I don't know, restlessness. The restlessness. Even people who are wealthy and rich, they're restless mm. if they don't know God. Mm-hmm. So let's keep going. Shout the message. Don't hold back. Say to Israel, you've sinned. You seem like you want to obey, but you wander. Wonder why the Lord pays no attention. Now, you... chapter 58 is about fasting. Hmm. genuine fasting we use this a lot for the uh, beginning of the year about fasting what does god want from fasting when people fast and that doesn't mean do without food and water you can use what's called a daniel's fast where you just don't eat pleasant bread or sweets Mm -hmm. or whatever Uh, but a time of of withdrawing that your soul might seek god that alone time with him so let's let's look at that. So he says, um, "Do you think the Lord wants you to just act humble? Uh, this is what it means to really worship the Lord. Remove the chains of prisoners who are bound unjustly. Free those who are abused. Share your food with everyone who is hungry. Share your home with the poor and the homeless. Give clothes to those in need. Don't turn away relatives." <laughs> um, now notice he said. 
And now this is in the New King James. It says, this is the fast I have chosen. This is the change that should come to you from fasting, Mm. from seeking me, from being alone with me, from withdrawing yourself from pleasant bread and pleasant things to be with me. He said, these are the things that will change in you. You'll have a heart to do these things. And then verses 8 and 9, then your light will break out like the dawn. It goes from there. Your light will shine. Your honesty will protect you. I love that. that. The Lord will answer you. Yes. And healing and health will quickly spring forth from you. He will make you healthy. He, You will rebuild those houses in ruin. You will repair the walls. Um, a lot of this in Isaiah is... Uh, We've talked about this before, the, the layered meanings there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's literally talking about literally rebuilding yes, Jerusalem. Yes, <laughs> not, not just rebuilding their lives. Yeah. There's a parallel there to yeah. rebuilding Jerusalem and their lives. Yeah. And he said, when you do these things, he said, the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Mm. And you'll call on me and I will answer you and say, here I am. Isn't that yeah. powerful? Let's keep moving here. Uh, 59, the Lord is not too weak to deliver you. Your sinful acts have alienated God. That, hand- that is a key. Mm-hmm. Some people say, God doesn't hear me. But could it be because your sinful acts have separated you from God? Yeah. Um. Your hands are stained with blood. No one cares about justice. They depend on uh, uh, they depend on the false. They conceive oppression and give birth to sin. Um, this is interesting. They hatch eggs of poisonous snakes yeah. <laughs> and spin spider webs. Isn't that Their interesting? Their deeds are sinful. But it reminds me of uh, the way they talk about. Uh, Con- conceiving sin in the mm-hmm. New Testament, hmm. conceiving in your mind, and then it happened. Yeah, this this well, uh, it gets in your mind, hatching you talk poisonous it, eggs, and it gets in your heart. Yeah, yep, you're right, right. Uh, for this reason, deliverance is far from us. Wow. Um, they don't even know the way of peace or justice. They don't even know it, because if your mind eventually you'll do what's in your mind eventually you will do it if you don't change your thinking mm-hmm. um, and then they confess this is a confession of of their wickedness uh, they you know they talk about the wickedness of it and they're turning away from God muttering lies and it's interesting it says in the west and east they respect God They recognize a protector comes to Zion, to those who repent of their rebellious deeds. My promise to them is my spirit who is upon you. My words which I place in your mouth will not depart from your mouth or from your children and descendants from this time forward. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Wow. It's similar to uh, what was told to Joshua, too. Yes, yes, absolutely. Words do not depart from your mouth or your children. And he said he sought for a man in verse 16, and there was no man to intercede. And he said, so therefore, my own arm will mm. stretch out for salvation for you. Yeah. 
And he talks about, in verse 17, putting on righteousness as a breastplate and the helmet of salvation on the head. And that's the same as like Ephesians 6, yep. where it talks about the armor of God. Yeah. It's not your armor, you're putting on his armor. Mm. Isn't that cool how that yeah. flows together? Yeah. Uh, Let's keep going here. It's yeah, 60. Uh, arise and shine for your light arrives. The Lord shines on you. Darkness covers the earth, but the Lord shines on you. Nations come to your light. Your sons and daughters come from far away, escorted by guardians. The riches of distant lands will belong to you. Foreigners will rebuild your walls. Isn't that beautiful? Their kings will serve you. I struck you down in anger, but I will restore my favor and have compassion on you. That's beautiful. I spoke a message on this some time ago. And I kind of amplified it in my own amplifying, <laughs> if mm -hmm. I can put it that way. But it's uh, like this. Arise against the darkness. Shine. Be set on fire. For your light has come. The truth has been revealed to you. And the glory, the awe, the covering, the splendor of the Lord has risen upon you. And of the Lord means his person, his presence, and his power. And it's risen upon you. It will not delay. Sor darkness and sorrow and death cover the earth and nations and gross darkness the people a gloom and a cloud of darkness that twists people away from the light but the Lord shall arise upon you and his glory shall be seen on you joyfully experienced in the sight of others and then they will come hmm. so part of our duty is to arise when we see the darkness yeah. and arise against it. Yeah. And let the not us just shine, but his light shine through us. And that's the beauty of it. And that was the instruction that I believe the Lord was giving to Israel at that time. Well, this the the whole story, the the redemptive story of Israel, this this particular part, it's just um so relevant to to recovery or Yes. Or salvation period from from kind of the ashes of uh, their destruction of what had happened yeah. to becoming a source <laughs> of uh, uh, a testimony to the, to the nations. Absolutely. Uh, it says they will call you the city of the Lord. Yes. Um, Ooh, wow. Uh, you will recognize I am the Lord, your deliverer. I will make you prosperous and vindicated. Um, now it's interesting too the layers here of uh, because he, uh, Isaiah just will slip into apocalyptic mode in the middle of something. Um, so I don't know what it. Um, uh, this seems like he's also talking about the future. Um, There'll be no more violence in your land. Your sun will no longer set. Your moon will disappear. The Lord will be your permanent source of light. It's like the millennium, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. There's always prophetic, yeah. underlying prophetic. And the beautiful thing about this that I look, if I put it in the practical, is when we let our light shine, if your children have gone away from you, mm -hmm. it says as your light shine, your sons will come, your daughters will come because they see that light because they've gone in the darkness and they need light. Yeah. And I've seen that happen with mine. Yeah. You keep letting your light shine and don't give up and you'll see it happen. Yeah. Be a light. Oh, that's cool. Chapter 61. 
The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He chose me, commissioned me to encourage the poor, to help the brokenhearted, to decree the release of captives and free the prisoners. Now, Jesus quoted this in Luke 4.18. I know you're going to say that. And you know what the result of that was. He said, this is fulfilled right now. This is happening right right now. now. And you know what they did? They got so mad, they They ran him out of of the city and tried to throw him off a cliff. Tried to kill him. (laughs) It's incredible because um, I just love the the way the scriptures reference itself. Um, Because there are times in in Isaiah and in Jeremiah where it talks about how the people um, hated the truth. They despised the truth. Absolutely. When they would be told the truth of, of what was happening. Yep. They couldn't take it. Yeah. Uh, same thing. He was there to help them. Yeah. And they're trying to kill, trying to kill him. <laughs> oh, I uh, love the one part where he says, I'll give you beauty for ashes. Uh, this beauty, I, I looked this up, it's a covering of his glory for ashes, for when you felt like you've been crushed to powder mm-hmm. and there's nothing left. Yeah said, I will build you back up. I will give you beauty when you feel that. And when you're mourning, he said, I will give you the oil of joy for your mourning that will cause you to shine. And when you're in heaviness, your spirit is so heavy, he said, I will give you the garment of praise. I'll wrap you in praise and heal you. This is the beautiful thing about the Lord when you're hurting, Mm. that you can see that. Yeah. The Spirit of the Lord will cause these things to happen. So I think when we look at that, it's just an amazing chapter. This is one of my favorites. Well, it is, too. It's, it's, it's amazing that that's uh, what Jesus quoted. Yes. <laughs> of all the, all of the all things the he Old could Testament. have quoted. This is the nature in which he came. Absolutely. For healing that's right. and restoration. That was uh, foretold he could, he in the old, and he look, could have quoted in the, new. Ju- in the same book a lot of vengeance. Absolutely, a lot of vengeance there, but he chose the the reconciliation. Love it, love it. They rebuild from the ruins, the places that were desolate since ancient times. Foreigners will take care of your sheep fields and vineyards. Mm. You will be called the Lord's priests. You will enjoy the wealth of nations. Instead of shame, you will have a double portion. Instead of humiliation, you will have rejoicing. Um, It's beautiful. As the ground produces crops and gardens produce, God will cause deliverance to grow. And he will give his people reason to praise him in the sight of all the nations. You know, even though Israel fights and fights and fights, it's it's still one of the most blessed nations in the world. Mm. That little strip of land... I think they have now 10 million people, and that's, I think, Ohio's bigger than that. But still, they are noted around the world. That's yeah. little tiny place in the world. Yeah. Still got the apple of God's eye. Chapter 62. For the sake of Zion, I will not be silent until she shines brightly. Nations will see her vindicated. And again, he talks about Gentiles will come hmm. to his righteousness. That That's a beautiful thing. You will no longer be called abandoned. Mm. Your land will no longer be called desolate. You will be called my delight. Your land uh, is married to him. God rejoices over you like a young groom over his bride. <laughs> 
He's married to Israel. And again, <laughs> that but it's a it's it's similar. Uh, uh, Christ uses the same analogy. Absolutely. I the so bride many of, of these things, I I think, inform the New Testament. The the way the uh, writers of the New Testament spoke. Mm-hmm. You, it's all. It's here. Yes, it is. It's already, that's well, why the, they're speaking that right, way. Right. The old leads right into the new. Yeah. That the it's parallel, really, yeah. when you look at it. Uh, post a watchman on the walls, Jerusalem. Pray day and night. Don't be silent. Don't rest until he reestablishes Jerusalem. Mm, um, isn't that beautiful, and that has happened. It really has. Build the roadway. There. Lift the signal flag to the nations. Uh, they will be called a holy people. And they still are. It's the holy land. Am mm. I right? We visited yeah. the holy land many times, many yeah. times. Chapter 63. Um, this is mostly about God's vengeance yeah. on the nations. But there's kind of prophetic, I think, in verse 1. Who is this one with crimson gardens, garments? The one, the Messiah, the majestic, marching in greatness, mighty to save. Yeah. It's kind of like a foretelling of the Messiah. It is, and and I think there's a lot. You see a lot of the uh, similar verbiage, is, especially in Revelation and the Apocalypse. Yes, absolutely. Um, and it's red. It says it's red. My clothes are red from trampling the nations. I splash their blood on the ground. Um there's references to that, to to also the the uh, not the first coming, but the second coming. Well, and it, there are sheep nations who honored Israel and goat nations mm. who refused to honor them, and that's part of the judgment that comes. Yeah, we need to understand that. Um, and it's a day of vengeance against ungodliness. But the Lord's been good to Israel, and the angel of his presence saved them in his love. Isn't that something? Yeah, and there's there's another foretelling here. It says, his messenger sent from his presence delivered them. In his love and mercy, he protected them. He carried them through ancient times, but they rebelled and offended the spirit. So Here we go again. But it's interesting that that idea, his messenger was sent from his presence. Yeah. Uh, The idea that, Jesus was there with them. Absolutely. The and whole what time. did they do? Yep. They He's rebelled. been there from the beginning with right. with uh, the people. That's right. Oh Let's wow. See here. Um, then but it says in eleven, then his people remembered the days of old when Moses brought them out. And they remembered. Meet, remembered. Remember yeah. that's the big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Remember. <laughs> Stop forgetting. Remember where you came from. I think because the natural mode is to forget. Oh, you have to actively. Oh my goodness! Actively remember. Uh, Passively, you will forget. Yeah. Where is the one who placed his spirit among them? Who gave Moses power? Who decide? Who uh, led them through the deep water? The spirit of the Lord granted them rest. Mm-hmm. And you gained honor for himself. Um, don't hold back your compassion. Yeah, look down from heaven while they're calling on him. Yeah, Rem- return to your ser- for your servant's sake. Wow. Wow. All right, sixty-four. If only you would tear apart the sky and come down, the mountains would tremble. 
Let your adversaries know who you are. Since ancient times, no one has heard or perceived. No eye has seen any God besides you. Wow. Um, In their rebellion, they're calling on him to come and show himself. Yeah, this kind of goes all over the place. It does. Um, But they're kind of in a repentant mode. Well, they're praying for mercy and help. They're... The, the book goes through through several modes that Israel was in, yeah. where he's talking about uh, um, the doom, the punishment that's about to come. Yeah. And then he's talking to them later, encouraging them about being, being uh, rebuilt back up. That's right. So the, he's going back and forth quite a bit here. Um, but they acknowledge we are the clay and you are the potter. We are the works of your hands. Mm. Uh, so don't be angry beyond measure yeah. with us. So this is after, because they're saying Jerusalem is desolate and ruins. Yeah. Our possessions have been destroyed. How can you hold back? How can you be silent and humiliate us? Uh, and then 65, uh, I, have, I made myself available to those who did not ask for me. I appeared to those who did not look. I said, here I am. I reached out to my rebellious people, uh, and they blatantly offended me. Yeah. So he, he's kind of going back and forth, and God is kind of answering them. Yeah. He said, I can't keep silent. I've got to repay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will not keep silent, but will pay them back for their sins and their ancestors' sin. Wow. Uh, they burned incense on the mountains, and they offended me. Um, because they did it pretentiously they wasn't real it's was just a ritual yeah it didn't wasn't from a heart but then there's a like a prophetic about the millennial starting in verse 17 new heavens and new earth mm. that's uh, i'm creating a new heavens and earth and former things not remembered the past will be forgotten yeah yeah former former ones will not be remembered no one will think about them anymore they will be happy and rejoice forevermore uh over what I am about to create, I am ready to create Jerusalem to be a source of joy. Mm-hmm. No one will die young. They will live in the houses they build. They will not work in vain. The Lord will bless their children. They say a child who dies at age 100 or a sinner being 100 will be thought of as accursed. Hmm. And I love the, the again, this is um, end times prophecy a wolf and a lamb will graze together a lion will uh eat straw like an ox um they will no longer injure or or destroy on my holy mountain isn't that beautiful yeah and he said even before you ask i'll give it to you Hmm. (laughs) i love that before you call i'll answer yeah chapter Uh, 66 the last one of isaiah the lord says the heavens are my throne and the earth my footsteps uh, what house will you build for me? You can't build a house for yeah. God. Nothing can be great enough, even Solomon's temple. Uh, when you think of his greatness, yet he can be in your heart. Isn't that the most wonderful, yeah. awesome thing? Um, Talks about being the creator. All things were made by my hands and came into being by me. Uh to the one who is humble in spirit and reverence my word and honors my commands, I look graciously upon them. And he also talks about kind of what we were talking about before. It says, those who respect his word will listen, but your countrymen will hate you. Yeah. 
they will be put to shame. The sound of battle comes from the temple. It's the Lord paying back his enemies. Yep. Um, so again, it's going back and forth here. Yeah. Well, uh, he lets them know, you, you make a stand, you will suffer persecution, but at the same time, I will bless you. Hmm. I will recognize you. Uh, and again, he's talking about the whole world. Sometimes he switches into that. The Lord will come with fire to judge all humanity. Yep. Um, now, do you see the prophetic here in verses 7 and 8 about Israel? Before she travailed, she brought forth, and before pain, she gave birth to a boy. Who's heard of such a thing? Can a nation be born in a day? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. And Israel was brought forth in a day. Hmm. When President Truman signed that piece of paper, boom. Boom. They became a nation in one yeah. day, and everybody was in awe. Yeah, in awe, and it fulfilled this prophetic word right here in Isaiah. Isn't yeah. that beautiful? It is. Um, Joy in the future, Jerusalem. Look at that. It says, "Distant lands will see me because of my mighty acts. They will tell the nations. They will bring back all of your countrymen." And again, that's part of. Uh, both um, the return from exile then and then what you're talking about Absolutely. recently, There's, which was another there return There is of a exile. Um, ministry that's brought back so far. I think it's either forty or 50,000 Jews hmm. from Russia. Wow. To their homeland. They've yeah. been calling out to God all these years, bring us home, bring us home. And he is, yeah. and he is still, still. And it ends here. It says, I will make a new heavens and earth. Your descendants and your name will remain. All people yes. will come to worship me. All people. Again, there's there's that. Um, and then it ends really rough. They will go out and observe the corpus, corpses of those who rebelled against me. Uh, and again, this is where we, uh, we get some of the uh, illustration of hell. Yeah, uh, maggots will eat them, and they will not die. The fire that consumed them will not die out. Uh, Jesus talks about this in Mark the ninth chapter. He said uh, he spoke of hell as an unquenchable fire, where the worm does not die or the fire does not go out. But here's my thought. I have a little thought on this. Could it be? Now I'm saying, could it be that in the millennium, and when we're come back to Earth, New Jerusalem, and all this? Could it be that we have an opportunity or chance to look into the pit of hell hmm. and see what it's like and see what we've been rescued from? It says there the last the last uh, phrase: people will find the site abhorrent. Yeah, meaning they're gonna see it. Yeah, they will. See it. And I've often wondered: can will we be able to see what we've been rescued from? Hmm. This is the truth. This is what I've saved you from. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to think about that. Uh, other parts will say you'll be, they'll be forgotten. Yeah. Their whole I know. memory will be forgotten. So. But I'm not saying you'll see the people, just the, you know, the, the reality. Mm. This is what you've been saved mm. from. Okay, let's jump over to Jeremiah. We have Jeremiah one through six. Uh, His name, by the way, means whom Jehovah has appointed. And he prophesied for 50 years, and he's known as what? The weeping prophet, yeah. as he grieved over Israel's rebellion. Yet he also received great visions of promise of their return. So uh, it's both. It's kind of like Isaiah. They're prophets. 
it goes back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and it's the same time period. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, right before the exile, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, for what we're reading today. So, right. This is a record of what Jeremiah prophesied. He was the priest who lived uh, in the territory of the tribe of Benjamin. The message came when Amon was ruler over Judah, when uh, and all the way through Zedekiah was king of Judah, until the uh, people of Jerusalem were taken into exile. This is the great revelation. Then all of us use this one, starting in verse 5. What he says to Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Yeah. Before you came out, I sanctified you and ordained you as a prophet. Mm. And he said, I've called you. And he says, of course, he was like Moses. He yep. makes an excuse. I can't speak. I'm just a child. I'm too young. I'm too young. I'm too young. And, and here's the key. I'm going to give you a key as a, as a minister, and you know this yourself. He says, be not afraid of their faces, for I'm with you. There's nothing like being a speaker standing up front <laughs> and looking at people falling asleep, yeah. yawning, eyes like glaring at you, yeah. no smile, no nothing. Yeah. Uh, and he said, know that regardless of what you see, I'm with you. That is interesting because it's not, um, uh, at least from this, it's not this, always the speaker's fault. He's just doing his job. Yeah. Part part of it is on the people, whether they're going to receive, receive it or not. Receive or not. Yeah. But it can affect the speaker. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but so even though... And uh, then he puts an anointing on him. Yes. Even though Jeremiah makes an excuse, Lord touched his mouth, much as Isaiah, and he said, I put my words in your mouth. It's like Isaiah 6. Yep. Send the coal from heaven yep. and touch his lips. No, for certain, I give you authority to announce to nations and kingdoms that they will be uprooted and torn down, uh, destroyed and demolished, but then rebuilt and firmly planted. So <laughs> same deal. Same deal. S same deal. Here. So he tells him to gird up your loins or yep. get ready. Prepare to tell them all that I tell you. And again, he says, don't be afraid of their faces. Yeah. Don't doesn't matter how they look at you. So he, the Lord gives him a vision of a boiling pot of water coming from the north that represents the way in which Jerusalem and Judah will be attacked. Yeah. Um, and this is reiterates for worshiping other gods. It talks right. about this a lot. Jeremiah, get yourself ready. Go and tell these people everything I instruct you. Um, I promise to make you strong as a fortified city. You will be able to stand up against all people, priests, officials, and kings. They will attack you, but they will not be able to overcome you. I will rescue you. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it is amazing. But he's the, telling, he went through a lot, too. Yeah, but oh, he's my goodness. it's like, oh, great. Like, yeah, I'm going to send you out to be me. punished. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rescue you. They're going to they're gonna they're gonna really come beat at you. Up. <laughs> It'll be okay, though. But that's what Jesus said. Come follow me. Yeah. You're going to suffer persecution. Is it yeah. right? Yeah. He said, all who follow me will suffer persecution. Yeah. And in some way or another, you do. Yeah. You do. Uh, chapter two, the Lord's message. Go and declare in the hearing of uh, the people of Jerusalem. I have good memories of how you were devoted to me in the early years, how you loved and followed me 
through the wilderness. Israel was set apart. Um, what c- fault could your ancestors find in me <laughs> to stray so far away? Wow. They pledged to worthless idols. Wow. Uh, they didn't seek the Lord who delivered them from Egypt. I brought you to a fertile land, but you defiled the land. Those who should be teaching my law do not know me. The prophets prophesy in the name of Baal. They worship idols. So I state my case against you and your children and grandchildren. My people have exchanged their glorious God for gods that cannot help them. It is shocking and dumbfounding. It's very interesting. In verse 13, he said, my people have committed two evils. And I thought, what are those two? One, they've forsaken me, and he said, I'm the fountain of living water. Yeah. Two, they've carved out their own cisterns of water, and they are broken cisterns that cannot even contain or hold water. Hmm. Anything you do in yourself, it's going to leak away. It's not yeah. going to accomplish anything. Yeah. So those are the two sins that they committed. They forsook him and tried to make their own. And then that true of everybody, I pulled yeah. myself up by my own bootstraps. Nobody helped me. And it really is sad because Israel as a nation, their their story is so rooted in being delivered from slavery and oppression. I know it. Their whole and identity the, is as uh, being free. Yeah. Being and the free. very and, thing and they and were then, delivered from, they go back to. Yeah, right. Exactly. Israel is not a slave. Why is he being carried off? Why are his enemies roaring in triumph over him? Um, it, it's like a reverse. Yeah. It's a, it's a total reverse of... Um, but, it's, but it's fascinating because then it comes around to a total... Uh, the, it's like the repeating story. It is, you know? all the way through. Yeah. All the way through. And he gives them the reason this is happening in verse 19. He says, your own wickedness is going to discipline you. Yeah. And your own desertion, desertion of your faith is what's going to punish you. Yeah, he says it uh, several times. You brought you brought it on yourself. Yeah, and I you thought brought this it on was yourself. really interesting. He says, uh, you need to know how utterly harmful it was for you to reject me. Oh, I love that. I think that is that. so, uh, that just jumped out to me. Just yes. like people don't <laughs> know uh uh, the stakes yeah, with don't. this stuff because I think partially because it's not an instant um, reaction. Mm-hmm. These people got away with stuff for years. Well, and he years would let them go lifetime. and go and right. go and go, and then he'd say, "You've got to stop, or you're going to reap what you sow." Right. Stop! I'm yeah. helping you, please. Yeah. And I think there's an idea that you don't, you do, you know, you don't necessarily need God or whatever, no. and. Uh, I just thought that was incredible. You need to know how utterly harmful it is to reject me. Oh, like that it's for is their so own good. Because sometimes it seems like he's being ge- demonstrative on them, but he's saying it's for your own good. Absolutely. If you reject me, you're our on own your children. Own. Yeah. Don't we say? Yeah. You're rejecting my counsel, and you're yeah. going to reap this. Don't do it, please. Don't yeah. run in the street. Yeah. Exactly. You're going to get hit by a car. Yeah. Please, please, please. Right. And this is interesting to me on down in verse 27. He said, who says to a tree, you're my father, hmm. or to a stone, you gave birth to me. Yeah. And doesn't that kind of remind you I came from a monkey? Yeah. Or a little 
amoeba floating thank, in the water. Thanking Mother Nature. Yes, thank Mother Nature yeah. that I'm here. Yeah. But in time of trouble, you say, arise, Lord, and help me. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oh. Um, let's see. Let's keep moving here. Okay, chapter three. Unfaithfulness. Yeah. If Look what man, he compares them to. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> uh, Brother Jeremiah uh, is pretty explicit with his analogies. Yes, here. he is. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. If a man divorces his wife, she leaves and becomes another man's wife. He may not take her back. Israel, you have given yourself to other gods. You think you can return. Um, you say I am your father, but you continue to do evil. Yeah. Um, he compares her to a prostitute. Right. Um, Israel or er, er, Jerusalem and Judah. Yeah. Um, he said, even he said, even after she did all these things, I said, return to me. But Israel and Judah refused. Yeah. He says, come back to me, Israel. I am merciful. You must confess that you have done wrong. Yeah. They won't uh, do it. Oh. I will, he even says, it, but, I'm married to you. But he <laughs> does intersperse it with their redemption as well. Absolutely. I will take one from each town and bring back Zion. I will give you leaders who are faithful to me. Uh, people will no longer talk about the ark that th contains the covenant. This is interesting. That will not be done anymore. Wow. Uh, Jerusalem will be God's throne. That's really interesting. It is. It um, is. There's not more talk about that. No. It's just kind of gone right um and he, all nations will gather to honor god yeah israel and judah will be united wow if they will return to him mm -hmm. yeah he, but you are unfaithful with them Please. come back return. wayward people yes. yeah he's he's begging them really. and i will heal you mm -hmm. all right chapter four the lord says if you want to come back you must get your idols out of my sight Ooh, i love that <laughs> i love that statement you must be truthful honest and upright uh, we used to preach on uh because in the king james it says in verse three break up your fallow ground you can't plant seed and with big clumps in your ground you've got to but sin in your life you can't receive hmm. you can't god can't plant seed in you yeah you've got to break it up break it up and that's what that's talking about yeah um circumcise your hearts in other words take away the sin from your heart your heart and it's interesting, he says, I asked the Lord, did you let Jerusalem and Judah be deceived by saying they will be safe when the sword will kill them? Um, I think it probably was confusing because he he's giving judgment and redemption at the same time. At the same time. Yeah. Uh, it's easy for us to see it now. Yeah. Knowing the full right. story. So. Yeah. Um, announce the enemy is coming. They surround the city. Again, you have brought this on yourself. Uh, let's keep going here. Chapter 5. Go through the streets of Jerusalem. See if I can find a single honest person. Yeah. And again, oh it's, it's, it's akin to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. It is. Trying to very find much. honest people. Uh, if you can, I will not punish this city. Mm -mm -mm. That's what he says. Right. Uh, but they lie and are faithless and feel no remorse. I thought maybe they were ignorant. 
<laughs> they were just <laughs> foolish. Uh, but he says, even the leaders and authority refused to submit. Wow. Then chapter 6, the destruction of Jerusalem, he foretells. Yeah. Right? Warns them to flee. Get out of Jerusalem. Yeah. Disaster is coming. Wow. Who will listen? They yeah. refuse to hear there is death. And this is that same kind of, uh, it's the same verbiage you hear in, in the New Testament. Their ears are closed. Right. The message is offensive to them. Right. Um, it's a similar way of talking. And he said, I've set Jeremiah. He's a prophet. He's to test you. That he may know and analyze your acts so so he can speak to your heart from yeah. me. Yeah. So uh, the Lord tells them to vent it, uh, shout it in the streets, warn them. You're at a crossroads. Consider your path. Ask where the path is that leads to blessing and follow it. That's a great way. That's there, a great way to end that. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. The crossroads right there. Then we get into First Thessalonians. We got first and second here. They're actually really short. Yeah. Um, so it shouldn't take us too long to get through these. All right. So we, this is Brother only Paul. there's a lot of good stuff in this. Yeah, always. Oh my yeah, gosh. Definitely. I'll give the introduction here. Okay. The Apostle Paul wrote to uh, the church in Thessalonia, the believers there, who were concerned that those believers who had died would miss Christ's coming. They didn't have an understanding of it. So this is what, what Paul was writing them to trying to correct this and give them an understanding of this about the coming of Christ. Okay, so it's from Paul to the church of the uh, Thessalonians. Grace and peace to you. He thanks God for them and their uh, work of faith and labor and love. Yes. God has chosen you because of the gospel came to you. Um and the, your examples. Yeah. You became imitators of us when you received the message. Yeah. You are now examples to Macedonia. Right. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. You wait confidently for the coming of his son, who God raised from the dead. Yeah. Jesus, who personally delivered us from the wrath to come. And yeah. that's why a lot of people who believe in the premillennial second coming of Christ Hmm. believe that he comes before the tribulation happens to deliver us from the wrath because of that verse? because of that and they use that that's one of the verses they use yeah Interesting. uh chapter two uh you know about our coming although we've been mistreated uh we have courage to proclaim the gospel in spite of much opposition um and they don't speak to please people but please god i like yeah. that and they were gentle among them. Yeah. He said, we, we really love you. We really care for you. He said, we could have been imposing, but we became like little children. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to share our lives with you. That's beautiful. Uh, we work day and night, so not to impose a burden on you. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Comforted you as a father. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, but they, they were also uh, having persecution. Yes, they them. were. You suffer from your countrymen. Absolutely. As they did the Lord Jesus and the prophets. It's interesting. We're just reading some of these um, persecuted prophets who came. Yeah. That's how it 
uh, what we were just talking about, like they tried to kill Jesus. Right, absolutely. When he came and said, right. hey, I'm here, to, yeah. I'm here to heal you. Right. I'm here to bring peace. And, <laughs> and they go, no, you're not. You throw him <laughs> off a cliff. Um, uh, he said, you followed Christ even though your countrymen came against you. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Uh, and that is, your, the testing that you go against in that persecution will really test your faith. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And t- help you to take a stand. In uh, chapter 3, he talks about some of their own journey, um, how they've been trying to get there. Right. Uh, right. We had sailed to Athens. Uh, we sent Timothy to you to encourage you. Um, uh, they had been telling them about how they had been suffering on their journeys. Right. Uh, but he says, if you stand firm in the Lord, we will be alive again. So... Uh, the development of these people is encouraging Paul to keep going. Right, uh, right. What he's seeing growing there. Um, and he prays over them that the Lord will increase increase them in love toward yeah. one another and all people. Yeah. And establish their hearts in holiness in the sight of God. And notice he says, and the Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Yeah. So he's getting into this. I think this is really uh, awesome because he keeps coming around to that. Yes. That this is, like, guys, this is the whole point. Yes, it is. It's very urgent on Paul, like, this is going to happen anytime. Yes. Um, and this is what he c- keeps telling them, use this as encouragement. Yes. This is what you have to look Don't at. Don't look at it as fear. No, use this to encourage each other yes, that absolutely. this is really happening. Yeah. Uh, chapter 4, uh, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that you receive instruction from us yeah. about how to live and please God. Right. Uh, we know you do, but uh, do so more and more. <laughs> <laughs> You know the commands we gave you. Become holy. Keep away from sexual immorality. Know how to possess his own body in holiness and honor. Right. Not in lustful passions. Um, No one should violate the rights of his brother or take advantage of him. The Lord will avenge. We warn you solemnly. Uh, God did not call us to impurity, but God gives us his Holy Spirit. That's beautiful. God has taught us to love one another, and you practice this. We urge you to do this more and more. To aspire to lead a quiet life, to attend to your own business, and to work with your hands. In this way, you will live a decent life before outsiders and not be in need. That's pretty That's powerful. It reminds me of uh, Peter talks the same way. Yes, he does. Very similar. Then he begins to talk about those who die in Christ in 13 Mm -hmm. and 14. We do not want you to be un- uninformed as believers about those who sleep, which means they are in death, so you will not grieve as others with no hope. And we use this a lot of times when people yeah. pass away, your loved ones. We don't grieve as the world because we have hope. For if you believe Jesus died and rose again, even so God in the same way by raising them from death will bring with him those believers who have fallen asleep in Jesus so he's letting them know what happens to those who die in Christ. They're coming back with the Lord, and then he goes into Christ's return. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we tell you by 
word of the Lord. Yes. The Lord let him know this, yeah. in other words. The Lord himself will come down from heaven with a shout, sure. with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise. Then those left alive will be suddenly caught up together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And we will always be with the Lord. Yeah. Encourage one another with Again, these words. encourage yeah. him with the coming of the Lord. And he also says that those that are here on earth will not uh, precede those believers who've fallen asleep. They're going to come up out of the graves. We're going to meet each other, those who've died mm -hmm. in the Lord, and us in the clouds with the Lord. Yeah. So he's letting them know, those who've died, be encouraged. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. And then chapter 5. On the topic of times and seasons, you know the day of the uh, you know the day if the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Yes, it's interesting. He's wanting them to know. Now this is going to happen suddenly, so don't yeah. think it's just you know it'll happen suddenly. They say there is peace and security, then suddenly destruction comes, uh, like labor pains of a pregnant woman. They will not escape. But you are but not in you. darkness. You are sons of light. Yes. Uh, which is interesting. Isaiah, uh, they use the same, uh, very similar verbiage. Uh, Absolutely. About labor pains of a pregnant right. woman. Right, yeah. And also uh, people not being ready. Yeah. They think there's security and they're not going to escape. Right. Uh, destruction's coming. But so not for them. No, not for you. So don't be spiritually asleep as yeah. others, but watch and be wise. Yeah. And here we got on putting on the armor, put on the breastplate of faith, love, and the helmet of hope of salvation. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Um, um, and here again, we're going to hear this. For God has not destined us to incur his wrath. Here we mm, see it again. Yeah. But to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's also used in this about the pre-tribulation rapture. Yeah. So. Um, let's see where we at here. Verse 9, we're at the end here. Who died, Christ who died for us, whether we're alive or asleep or gone on to be with the Lord, at Christ's appearing, we will all live together. Yeah. So he's encouraged. So encourage one another with that. Yeah. As you're doing. Uh, he encourages them to acknowledge the people who are over them, who labor with them. Respect, respect, yeah. respect. He uses the word admonish a lot in the one I yeah. was, which is warn and reprimand. Right. Uh, esteem those uh, highly for their work. Yeah. Be at peace among yourselves. Uh, admonish uh, the undisciplined. Comfort the discouraged. Help the weak. Be patient towards all. Don't pay back evil for evil. Don't retaliate. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes into rejoicing. Wow. Yeah. Rejoice always. Pray always in all situations. In everything, give thanks. That's yeah. hard, isn't it? Yeah. Hold fast to what is good. Stay yeah. away from evil. Uh, and he ends here. Uh, May the God of peace make you completely holy. May your spirit and soul and body be blameless at the coming of the Lord. He calls you trustworthy. Uh, he who calls you trustworthy will do this. Wow. Um, and, and then he, he asks for prayer. Pray yep. for us. And we should pray for all leaders. Yep. We really should. And then we jump over to Second Thessalonians. That was the whole first one. Oh, let me make a statement here. It says, greet one another with a holy kiss. Mm -hmm. 
as brothers and sisters, a lot of people are like, oh, that's weird. But in their custom in that day, they did do that. Mm-hmm. And you'll see that even in the Middle East, even now. It's like mm-hmm. on each side of the cheek, they greet one another. So don't think that that's kind of weird. That was the custom <laughs> of that day. Uh, okay. Second uh, Thessalonians, Paul again greets them. Um, and he's clarifying again about the coming of Christ. Yeah. Because there were some questions after he wrote the first letter. So he's clarifying it. And he's talking with them about their current person persecution they're experiencing says this is evidence god is making you worthy it is right for god to repay with affliction those who afflict you yes that's what i love about this he said don't worry their day's coming yeah their day's flaming fire he will meet out punishment on those who do not know god and do not obey the gospel of our lord jesus they will undergo the penalty of eternal destruction away from the presence of the lord and the glory of his strength Mm. wow And here again, he talks about in verse 10, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints on that day because of our testimony that you believed. You understand this now. You're starting to understand. In chapter 2 here, uh, regarding the arrival of the Lord Jesus and us being gathered with him, we ask you to not be easily shaken by any spirit or message allegedly from us saying the day of the Lord is already here. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Let no one deceive you. That day will come, uh, and this is this is interesting. He gets prophetic here. Until the rebellious one comes, the man of lawlessness is revealed and the son of destruction. He will expose and exalt himself above every so-called God. He takes his seat in God's temple as God. The lawlessness power is already at work, but he will be revealed and the Lord will restore destroy him by the breath of his mouth isn't that interesting that is interesting now this is actually uh, talked about in revelation 13 about the antichrist when he sets up himself in the temple Mm -hmm. as god and matthew 24 15 jesus talked about this too so uh he's uh, this is so this is, Paul is actually talking about this. Yeah. So it's interesting how the Bible flows together, even though these men weren't together. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating how yeah. it flows? Uh, and it's, pre- it's pretty wild. The lawless one's arrival will be Satan's working of miracles and signs and false wonders. Yeah. Every kind of evil deception, because they have no place for truth in their hearts right. and can't be saved and will be condemned. Yeah. So... And they says, so you stand firm. <laughs> he says, but thank God for you, because God has chosen you for salvation. He called you through the gospel. Stand firm and hold on the traditions we taught you. I want to make just one more comment here, because we're talking about the coming of the Lord, is to realize when you see what's going on right now, the signs of the times, we really can b- believe that we are in that time when the Lord could come at any time Mm. and so it causes our hearts to be stirred even as the hearts were stirred then yeah and Uh, i i I really think it's um of note that he's using this as comfort and encouragement yes it's a warning but it's he keeps coming back to make comfort and encouragement and hope strengthen you and every good thing that you do so there's like this world view that he's wanting them to have that this is for real. 
Yeah. This is really going to happen. Like, this isn't just, uh, to me, this isn't an analogy. No. This is reality. He's saying, no, this is literally going to (laughs) happen. Like, be Uh, ready for this other world coming into our world kind of deal. And and Jesus said the same thing in a way. He said, when you see all these things come to pass, look up, rejoice, look up, for your redemption draws nigh. Boom, like that, I'm coming. Yeah. Like a thief when you're, boom, like that. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I think it's interesting, too, because to be able to see that as encouragement and hope, you kind of have to let go of down here. Yeah, you do. That's the only reason it would be not scary. Yeah. You got to have to let go of the stuff down (laughs) here, which he's calling you to do. Yeah. To just. You have to say, well, he told us this was going to happen. And you can't get overly in, involved in your, especially in your mind, and take on worry and fear right. and all that. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is he's he's trying to put this perspective of putting things in their place. Yes, absolutely. Like, like how do you how do you stand firm? How do you walk in love and all these things? Well, if you put it in in perspective that this is really for real going to happen, the yeah. master's going to show up anytime. You right. Know? It, the worse it, it gets, you, you know he's nearer. Yeah, That's it. Okay, chapter sure. 3. We'll end up here. Um, may the Lord's message spread quickly that we may deliver, uh, be delivered from a perverse and evil people. The Lord is faithful. He will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. We are confident you will do what we command. May the Lord direct your hearts to love and endurance in Christ. And you know, it's funny. I was just thinking about this. It's the same. It's the same deal. Uh, This is how the scriptures are, Uh, the way Isaiah and Jeremiah are. It depends. The scriptures reveal your heart and where you're at because um, uh, even the way Isaiah would go back and forth between Mm -hmm. the stern warning of destruction that's about to come or it would be redemption. Right. Go back and forth. Right. And it's the same here. It's yeah. like either you're excited the Lord's showing up or you're really scared. <laughs> that's right. It's the same thing. It is. But those things are there. And that's why he's saying, I'm be faithful. The Lord strengthen you. <laughs> Keep you. <laughs> yeah. He will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. We are confident. Uh uh you will do what we commanded. May the Lord direct your hearts to love and the endurance in Christ. Uh Keep away from any brothers who live undisciplined lives. You imitate us in the way we were disciplined. Work, We worked hard. We told you if anyone not willing to work, neither should he eat. That's a big one there. Yeah, we used to just, use that. If you're not willing to work, then you shouldn't eat either. Yeah. So, we hear some of you have an undisciplined life, and, and, and this is the problem. What happens? And you meddle in the work of others. Yeah. Become busybodies, <laughs> yeah. he calls them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we urge you to work quietly and provide food for yourself to eat. Provide for yourself. That's, that's yeah. pretty pretty incredible. If there are those who don't listen, do not associate with them closely. Don't make them your enemy, but admonish them. And, and he says in verse 13, do not be weary in well-doing. Hmm. Even those of you that's gone back to work, <laughs> yeah. don't be weary in well-doing. Yeah. Right. May the may the Lord of peace give you peace at all times in every way. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you.
Amen. Awesome. Amen. Amen. Fantastic. So that was it. The, that was the Thessalonians. And um, fantastic. Thank you so much. Well, it's been wonderful to be here. I love to go through God's Word. Yeah. This is awesome. wonderful. Thank you, everyone. That was week 42. We will be back next week with uh, week 43. Have a fantastic week, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye.